and welcome back to the Film Obsessed Couple. I am Shelly. And I'm Scott. That seems to be... We should just pre-record that. Oh, yeah, just drop it in. Yeah. And then have maybe some different music. I don't know. Anyway, it was just on top of my head. We have a really great show today, or episode. I'm not sure which way to say Either that. or. Both ways? Yeah. Um, but we're going to be talking about The Last Night in Soho. And oh my goodness, there's just so much to this movie. Yes, there is. There's just a lot of um, what they call Easter eggs. Yes, it's an Edgar Wright movie. And, and I think I told you before we watched it that I was like, he layers his movies so much. Like mm-hmm. Hot Fuzz, uh, The World's End, and even uh, his first movie, Shaun of the Dead. There's just so many different things. Like he, this guy is a movie fanatic. Mm-hmm. I follow him on Instagram and he'll post movies. He'll be like, oh, these are the movies I watched over the past month. And it's like a stack this high. Wow. So he just knows his stuff and puts it in his movies. I don't know how people can, because we watch one movie a week and sometimes more if there's stuff out that we want to watch. And it's kind of tiring. He doesn't have a job. I mean, like a f- nine to five. I know he's got to do stuff and everything, but uh, yeah. I'm sure he's got a lot of downtime. We go to bed relatively early. I'm That's sure he's night owl maybe, but yeah. And he's not married. God, marriage yeah, takes so exhausting. much time. <laughs> he doesn't have to like clean the toilet like I did this morning. <laughs> I did something. No, I know. Or I, cook like you did. I did homework and cooked. <laughs> and then we wrangled some chickens. Yes, I don't think they listen to this podcast, but mm. our neighbors, they they have chickens and they keep getting out. Yeah, they got out a couple times and I'm like, well, they're looking for something they don't have. And we're guessing that's food because we tried water. Mm-hmm. We went over to the neighbor's yard, which I always feel weird because it's not our yard. And I don't want them to come running out and being like, what are you doing? I'm like, ah, I thought you were gone. Right. I, as we got into their yard this mo- or just a moment ago, really, now, I told yeah. Shelly, I was like, if anybody asks, we heard screams coming from this yard. <laughs> like, yep, that's why we're here. Yep. Checking out the screams. Why did you bring food and water for chickens? <laughs> we didn't know. We uh, just thought. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so. But are you familiar with Edgar Wright? I know we watched Baby Driver in the theater, but have you seen, do you think you've seen any others like I mentioned, like Shaun of the Dead, World's End? No. Hot Fuzz? No, none of those. He was supposed to direct Ant-Man, and uh, I just watched Ant-Man, or or like somebody react to it the other day. He was supposed to direct Ant-Man for Marvel. I guess Marvel had different ideas for what he wanted to do, so Mm. he left. I would have loved to have seen what he would have done with Ant-Man. Oh my gosh, yeah, because there is a lot of cool camera stuff in here. Yes. And a lot of like mirror stuff that's not mirror stuff. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's no way, but we'll get into it. But there's just, just, it's so cool. And we can say this now, but most of it was practical. Like, there was no uh, computers or CGI used for just a few shots. Like, all of it was planned out. He's very, very good. Yeah. Like, we need to watch his other movies now because his movies are just so well thought out and well done. And just a love letter to other movies. Like, this one feels like Suspiria, which I'm waiting to tell you here on this podcast. But Suspiria is about women who live kind of like in a uh, college almost. Uh, yeah, and um, or it's like a dance academy, I think. Okay. It's been a long time. And that's the vibes I was getting when she first shows up to college in this movie with oh. all the girls. But that turns out to be like witches and stuff. So, But he said, I read in an interview that he said the Suspiria is one of his favorite movies. So wow. I can't help but think that this was a little bit of a nod to it. Okay. 
Well, good deal. Now, if you're just listening, if you're a first-time listener, we are going to have tons of spoilers. We pretty much go through the whole movie. So even if you haven't seen it, it's okay. If you have, then you'll probably be able to follow maybe a little bit better. But we're going to be spoiling the shit out of this. Yes, and if you haven't seen it, please, please, please go watch it. It's great. Yeah, when you have time. I know we go through the movies, but we cannot do it justice Mm -mm. there's so many things to see and so just so this is probably going to be a really long episode because normally i have like three to four pages of notes (laughs) and i have seven all right seven pages so we'll just dive on in so this movie it starts out it says it's for diana Mm -hmm. and it didn't even hit me what that was until the very end yeah it didn't hit, I was, I even put like in my notes, who is Diana? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even know as well, but yeah, Diana Rigg. Yeah, and unfortunately, uh, this movie was her final role, not very long after post-production work with Soho. She passed away at the age of 82 on September 10th of 2020 uh, due to lung cancer, uh, which was diagnosed in March. Oh, wow. So, six months, it must have been pretty... Yeah, Edgar Wright, in one of the interviews, and this is all just trivia from IMDb that I found, but he said he was basically filming with her right up to the end. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's sad, but it's, I mean, it's good for her to do that. I don't know. That's what I would want to do. And this was also, um, to say that this was also Margaret Nolan's last film as well. She played a sage barmaid. She's her boss. Later in the movie, Ellie's boss. Okay. I, w- I thought so, but it didn't say that. It just kept calling her a barmaid. I'm like, okay. But they just call her, yeah, sage barmaid because she gives Ellie advice, I guess. So she's like sage wise, you know. Okay. But, but she was known for being a model back in the early 60s under the name of Vicki Kennedy. And she's also famous for being a gold painted model in one of the James Bond films, Goldfinger. Yes, she's the lady that gets killed by him like covering her in gold. Oh, okay. That, it didn't say covering. I think that's true. There's no other model. I, I, I would have to check that, double check that. But if they're, if they're who I'm talking about, there's a lady that gets killed in Goldfinger who is covered in gold. Oh, and okay. she's like laying on the bed and he finds her and she's like covered in, it's gold like yeah. paint. Oh, but. probably then. Yeah. Um, but she passed away of cancer as well, October 5th of 2020. So not too far after Diana Riggs. Unfortunately... I cannot find what kind of cancer, because I'm always kind of curious, just me, because I'm weird. Yeah. But she kind of kept it secret, which it seems that it's still that way. But she was 76 years old. So last two roles for these ladies. So they did a, a lot of good work in their career. But it starts out with the main character dancing. Before that even, it starts with like 20 uh, logos for different companies. Oh, it doesn't. We were making fun of that. We were just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> all the logos for different companies that were showing before the actual movie. But then it starts with the main character, like dancing in a hallway. Yeah. And she has like this weird dress on. It's made of newspaper. <laughs> yes. Which I thought, I'm like, wow. I don't even know that you can sew newspaper, but that that's pretty crafty. I was impressed. Yeah, she she's very into old old style fashion. She makes her clothes and and she's dancing to like old music, which the music in this movie is amazing. It is. I want the soundtrack. I'm sure you can find it online. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's like streaming somewhere. But yeah, Edgar Wright picks all the music for his movies and stuff. But yeah, he did that with Baby Driver because in Baby Driver, the dri- baby, the main character, 
is obsessed with music and has his iPod and yeah. drives to it. So I, I can only imagine that he picked everything out specifically for this movie, too. Yeah, probably. But she's just kind of dancing around her room, and, which is just filled with 60s posters and just any kind of 60s things, memorabilia. But she's has a picture of her mom and her grandma, and then she looks in the mirror and actually sees what we'll find out later is her mom. Mm-hmm. And then her grandma walks in the front door. I think her grandma's like, I've got something for you. It's the mail, yeah. Yeah, and so she's like, oh, it's good, isn't it? And she says to the lady in the mirror. Yes, yeah, she can... I was kind of like, oh, so we got like a sixth sense type thing going where she can right. see dead people because she's actually talking to her. Yeah. But then, yeah, she runs downstairs and opens it. Yeah, and it's a letter from the Designer School of London. So she's nervous because she's not sure if she got in or not. Mm-hmm. But she opens it and she got in. She did, yeah. She's go. She's got to go to London. And her house that she lives in reminds me of the little countryside that Hot Fuzz by Edgar Wright takes place in. Oh. I know it's like a little country town, but there's some hillside stuff that they do like houses in the hills that they go to in that area oh. and i was like i i didn't find any evidence of that but i'm like this looks like the same kind of location that hot fuzz took place in I don't know. but we don't stay here very long because she ends up going to london but but yeah her grandmother is very worried about her having to go to london yeah she's everybody keeps like it's so busy and you know there's a lot you know london is just a lot to take in mm-hmm. which i'm like wow okay I mean, I've never been there. I'm sure it'll be like, we're going to New York later this year. I'm sure it'll be like that for us. Okay, probably. <laughs> like, if we both had, like, family members, like the grandma in this movie, I'm sure that they would be freaking out about us going to New York. Oh, I don't doubt it. Yeah. But she is super excited, and she starts packing, which I'm a very neat person when I pack. Mm-hmm. I like to kind of keep things organized as much as possible. Yeah. But she is just dumping She's like putting all of her records mm-hmm. and that's pretty much all she cares about is her music, which is great. And then just dumping like socks and whatever in. <laughs> I don't even know. Real quick. One thing here is the Edgar Wright trademark of like what they say, fast cuts. There's like a cut of her hand on the drawer. The drawer opens real quick. A cut of her pulling socks out and a cut of her shutting the drawer. Oh. It's like shot, 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 like her doing it. He does that a lot in his movies, like very quick cuts. It's like, um. <laughs> Very quick, and he's just, he does that a lot. Um, influenced, I think, by Sam Raimi, who does those mo- those those kind of quick cuts a lot in the Evil Dead movies. Wow. But I know records are a big thing, and I have some records as well. But man, if it would be so much easier just to have like them on an iPod or an I- on your phone, because mm. I broke out some of my records the other day and was listening to them, and I'm like, oh, I've got to go to the bathroom. Well, I guess I can't really pause it on this thing that I've got. Or <laughs> true. Or, uh, well, Take it with you. Yeah. <laughs> I've been spoiled by the digital age. Yeah, I don't know. I, it took me a while to let go of my CDs and stop listening to CDs. But mm-hmm. as soon as we got Amazon Prime and I started listening to the music on Amazon and building my own collection, and yeah. I'm like, well, this is kind of neat. I was so against giving up my CDs. Yeah. I didn't have a collection of records at the time. I mean, I grew I'm still... I mean, I'm old enough to the point where, like, my parents had them. They were not as popular at the time when I was a kid, but my parents still had a big collection, so I would listen to them. But I was so against giving up my CDs. I got, like, a little MP3 player. It was tiny. And I had to load all the songs on individually, so I was sitting there for hours, like, putting my CDs in, (laughs) loading it. 
But I was against it. I was like, I don't want to give up my CDs. And then I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. (laughs) And it really is. It's way more convenient. Yeah. And not to give them a plug or anything, but I, we're not getting paid by them for sure. But I have a subscription to Apple Music, like you said, Amazon, and I love it. They pretty much have everything. There's some things that they don't have and stuff, especially if the band is very obscure. But it's so nice to just be like, I want to listen to this song, pull it up. Yeah, that is cool. Well, so she is on her way to London. She takes a train. Yes, and speaking of um, advertising for things, she's listening. She has Beats by Dre on her headphones. So I guess she is listening to iPod or iPod music. Maybe she just likes to listen to it like I do. Oh, maybe. She's got those Beats by Dre headphones. The Mm -hmm. camera focuses on them, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, is that, like, product placement, I guess? They look cool. Yeah, I'm not a fan of those over-the-ear ones, the ones we're wearing now. I like the little earbuds that you can just pop in and out. See, I hate that. It yeah. irritates my ear. Yeah. I don't like it. So, but I don't, I don't care for the over the ear ones either, but they don't hurt as much. I mean, whatever doesn't hurt the as bad, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. So having never been out of, well, I wouldn't say the country, but having never been to London, this scene where she's riding in the cab and kind of getting to see everything for the first time was, was amazing. Mm-hmm. It really was. And the cabbie is, is, ends up being kind of creepy. Yeah, I was getting really bad vibes because he's asking her questions and stuff, like, where are you staying and things like that. Yeah, and she said she was going to the London Design School, and he's oh, like, yeah. oh, you're going to be a model. Ooh, yeah. And she's like, nah, I'm just going to design some clothes. And he's like, well, you've got legs. You've got the month. legs for it, yeah. And she's, like, pulling her skirt together and, like, ooh. And then she kind of gets the... Real heebie-jeebies when he said that he was going to be her first stalker. Oh, yeah, yeah. That freaked me out. And then she was like, you know what? I'm good to get out here. And he's like, no, no, I'll take you where you said. And she's like, I'm I'm really good here. Yeah, she's like, I don't even have enough money. And she's like, he said, well, we can work something out. Oh, that really freaked me out. Yeah, yeah, good for her. And she's like, I'm out of here. So she quickly runs into like a little store on the corner. And she's just kind of standing in there, peeking around, and sees that that guy's, like, waiting for her. Yeah, he's got, like, his flashers on, mm-hmm. his hazard, hazard lights on, waiting for her. But he finally, you know, leaves. And so she leaves. I mean, but, man, that's pretty big when you just get into London, you know, a place that you haven't been in for a while. Yeah, it, it was creepy. Like, yeah, especially, like, a woman on her own like that, I'm sure, I can't imagine how scary it would be. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it, situations happen like that where women have to go somewhere on their own, but, God, like, I'm sure it happens a lot. I hope it's not as, as often as this it seems. Yeah, it's funny. I just listened to a podcast, and there is a lady on there that has traveled the world, and she's like, don't let being a female, you know, stop you, and things aren't as scary as it seems, and I'm yeah. just kind of like... I don't know. Mm. I don't know. It's always good to travel in pairs at least. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which we will be doing when we travel later. Exactly. Um, but she buys like a Coke can and here's another like quick cut because the shop owner is like, are you buying anything? And she just grabs a Coke and it's like, grab, table, out. Oh, so yeah. it's like quick, 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 quick. So just, I was noticing them more because I know that he likes to do that a lot. Oh, I didn't even notice, but cool. So this is where we actually meet John, because she's trying to get her suitcase up the stairs. And for the longest time, we didn't know who John was. We didn't know his name. If you guys watch this movie like, and want to let us know if they say his name before she screams it later, 
we both had in our notes. We're like, who is this kid? We're like, this kid, this guy in my notes. And then later in the movie, she's like, John. And we're like, oh, we both at the same time were like, his name's John. <laughs> okay. Which we probably just missed it taking notes. Actually, I watched it again the other day. He introduces himself oh, okay. a little later on, like at the party. Oh, okay. So it is pretty early on, but we did we both didn't catch it until later, like late in the movie. That's the problem with taking notes. You miss some things like that, oh. and we both missed his name. But she's lugging her luggage, and he's all like being really nice. And he's like, hey, do you need some help? And she's like, he's like, no, I got it. Yeah, doesn't want his home. And he's like, it doesn't look like you've got it <laughs> or something to that sort. Um, Which after you've just dealt with that cab driver, you wouldn't want to talk to any man. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, or anybody. Just, But he was really nice and you can kind of tell that he was into her a little bit. But now we meet her lovely roommate. Jocasta. Which is not lovely at all. She's kind of evil. Yeah, which I think the trivia, if I remember reading it, it's been a minute, but Edgar Wright said his parents, if he was a girl, were going to name him Jocasta. Oh, wow. But Jocasta is just the worst. I think we see her smoking in the room and Ellie's like, are you supposed to be smoking in here? And she's like, oh, I took the battery out. Yeah, the, of the smoke, smoke alarm. detector. But Ellie, all she wants to do is fit in. Yeah. Which I relate so much because I'm just such an awkward person. Yeah. When I meet people, then Me I'm just too. like, just relax. It's fine. They're going to like you. Just be yourself. <laughs> As I'm saying that in my head. Um, so she's trying to be cool and be like, oh, yeah, it's cool that you smoke in here. So they're talking and Jocasta is asking about her dad. And she's like, I don't know him. And then she asks about her mom. And then that's when Ellie reveals that her mom died. Yeah. I think she says she died or something. And, and there's a note, there's a line in here where Jocasta, she's like, I'm from the countryside. I don't know my dad. And Jocasta says something like, I'm sorry. Mm. And she was like, oh, well, that's okay. I didn't know my dad. And she's like, no, no, I'm sorry that you're from the country. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking a real bitch. Like, wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> she is just something. She does tell her people, or I think she's just kind of getting to know all the other ladies in this area, and this is where she kind of tells them that her mom killed herself. Right, yeah, they kind of leave their room, and they go out into this, like, Common dining area. Yeah, area, and there's some other girls there, and Jocasta's kind of poking fun at Ellie, saying that she made her outfit. Which, this outfit doesn't look that great. It doesn't. I know maybe they're saying, like, she's not, you know, a fashion person yet, or it's done by a very amateur type of person. But, uh, yeah, I would kind of be like, ooh, that doesn't look very good. The fashion is not that great. Yeah, but it's, I mean, whatever. Yeah. yeah and later on, her fashion isn't, I mean, anyway, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah, so basically Jocasta loves attention. Mm -hmm. And when they ask about her mom, you know, she said that she was mentally ill and, and killed herself. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, you're just so brave. Oh, you're, yeah. just, you're just brave. And then Jocasta goes, well, my uncle hung himself. Yeah, trying to one-up her. I'm like, whoa, okay. And then the focus went on to her, which is what she wanted. Yes, yeah. And then there's a quick cut where she tries, Ellie puts her Coke in the fridge. And everything in the fridge is already labeled Jocasta. It has her name on it. <laughs> so she puts her name, Ellie, on the Coke. But then they go out and they... 
are going out to like a bar, partying, having fun, which I would have, I would love to go out drinking in London, like just to hang out in a bar. Oh yeah. Especially in the bar later in the movie that she works at, just, just to experience it. Just a chill bar. Yeah. Just to hang out. Yeah. Even the fun dance bars would be fun. It would be just a great thing. Like the party they go to later, I would love to, well, maybe, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of people there. (laughs) I would definitely have to have some alcohol for some liquid courage but there's this dick (laughs) literally that comes up and says to jocasta that his dick died and if he could bury it in her ass yeah i was like whoa ew jesus christ yeah and they they tend to walk away disgusted yeah well and jocasta then says but ellie might let you because oh yeah like she's gonna get a little freaky whenever she gets some drinks in her what a jerk. Yeah, and this is when Ellie's like, you know what? I'm out of here. So she goes to the bathroom. And Let's go into the bathroom in a bar like this. Ugh. Which it did look a little nasty. Um, Satan rules with a Z is written in the on the bathroom wall when she's mm. in the toilet. <laughs> okay. Well, that kind of tells you a little something. But then the girl, the mean girls come in afterwards and Ellie puts her feet up on the um toilet yeah and then they jocasta is still just bad mouthing her and is like she'll probably slit her wrist before christmas fucking I'm like, oh brutal goodness brutal 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 this, shit this girl she's something so i think they're leaving the bar and this is where ellie kind of is walking around london and she sees like advertisements for like a ladies service or something and maybe even dancers just like pictures of women on the yeah glass and stuff but we get our first look at terrence stamp who is walking um he's great 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 actor he was the villain in superman 2 of course really great um she sees him and and he looks at her and she's kind of like oh i wonder what's going on with this guy because he's just walking down the street yeah like oh he looks a little weird (laughs) poor ellie again we see her laying in her bed in the dorm and she's, like, listening to music. And then Jocasta just bursts in with some dude. Oh, man. She, like, takes her shirt off and throws it at Ellie, like, over her head. And they start to get down. And Ellie just gets up and goes into the common area where there's just a gigantic party going on. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to watch that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Part of me was like, dude, if I was tired enough, I would just probably put my earbuds in and turn it up. And be like, fuck you. Oh, I don't know. Well, yeah, but she got out of there. And then, uh, I guess... I mean, I guess that's what, I've never been into a dorm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe that's what they do is they just party. But I, I thought they had, like, rules and, like, security. But, yeah, you um, would think. And, and I don't know. And on the first, maybe it's like a party for the first night for, like, them coming be. in. Yeah. But one of them, I think, one of the girls says earlier was like, oh, we don't want to have, like, hangovers for the first day tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> well, I uh, think that's going to happen. But then this guy comes up and starts creeping on Ellie uh, and saying that she's listened to horrible music. And, oh, yeah. And then John comes back over and kind of saves her. And um, this is when he introduces himself. Completely I, missed it. I believe so. I believe <laughs> this is where he says, um, he at least asks for her name and she says, Ellie. And she's like, he says, oh, crap, this is yours. He's drinking the Coke. Yeah, he's got the (laughs) Coke can. And she's like, just have it. I mean, she's just done. She's fed up, yeah. And, you know, this whole time he was just trying to be nice. 
But I guess she falls asleep. Yeah, she's got like her headphones on. She's got her blanket in the commons area, sleeping upright, which would be hard for yeah, to do. She must have been exhausted. But like I wrote in my notes here again, screw these women. They just left her because she wakes up and realizes that she's late. Yeah. It's like everybody got up, got dressed, left her there. Did her thing, then did their thing. And she's just running out. Luckily, John is the gentleman and saves her a seat. Yeah, yeah. She comes right in, right at the right moment when they ask her name. Yeah, which is nice. At least she dismissed the first part and not like the ending. Because they said Eloise and she's like, oh, 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 my name is Ellie. And they're like, you just answer the question. And she's like, what's the question? He's like, are you present? Yeah, and everybody else is all like, hee, hee, hee. Yeah, you see Jocasta and the girls and he's like, oh, God. <sighs> She's just, I guess, I guess there's always got to be one, you know? Yeah, and I think we see later, or shortly after this, but she's lying to her grandmother, like in a phone booth. Her mm-hmm. grandma's like, ooh, how are your flatmates? Because the flatmate, I love London, uh, right. Britain, oh. British slang. The terms, yeah. Like yeah, flats, yeah. apartments. She's like, how's your flatmates? She's like, they're great. They're well, amazing. Yeah, I think she said that at first they were ghastly. Um, oh, yeah. But then... But then she's like, oh, no, they're, they're nice. It's fine. We, we're all hanging out. Yeah. While she's in this booth talking to her grandmother, she sees an index card with, like, an advertisement for a flat in Soho. Yeah, it says bed sit, which I thought was kind of funny, uh, with toilet for long-term rent in Soho, women only. I didn't even catch the women only. It was so quick, but that makes a lot of sense. We'll get mm-hmm. there. Yep. So Ellie calls the number, and this is where we get... Um, Diana Riggs, which is Miss Collins. Yes, which we didn't mention it, but she was in Game of Thrones. Yes. Oleana Tyrell. I'm probably saying that wrong, but she was the sassy lady who just didn't suffer any shit and kind of saw that the world was shitty and and didn't take anybody's shit, so she was great in that. Yeah, I thought she was great too. Yeah. She's very suspicious of Ellie at first, kind of asking her, or she's giving, laying down these rules, you know, she's like, no men after eight. You know, and don't do your laundry at night. <laughs> yeah. No smoking. And yeah, I think that's about it. Oh, and she asked for two months of rent and deposit up front because people just leave in the middle of the night. I wrote that too. I was like, two months rent and two months deposit up front? Holy shit. Yeah. And and she's Ellie's just like, that's fine. And I wrote in my notes here too. I'm like, how's she affording this? Uh school loans. I guess uh, oh <laughs> student, she student loans. She says that, right? I think she says something like that. I thought you said that too, yeah, yeah, because later she has to actually get a job. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, when she starts actually purchasing some things and she's like, oh boy, this is expensive. Yeah. So she gets a job, but... But Diana Rigg, Mrs. Collins, I think is her name in the movie, Mm -hmm. uh, she was like, oh, I bought this. She says she bought it for buttons from the previous owner, this building. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, I bought this for buttons off the previous owner. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. Um, then I even put in my notes, I'm like, oh boy, this room is haunted. Like, after she says <laughs> people leave at the mid- in the middle of the night, I'm yes. like, we've got a haunted room. That's what we've got. It definitely looks like a haunted place, yes. <laughs> yeah, and just people leaving in the middle of the night, to yeah. me, it calls out haunted. Yes, and I think she says even something was like, oh, in the summer, leave the drain in the or leave the stopper in the drain because it smells like... Garlic? Yes. She says oh, it okay. smells like garlic in the summer. Oh, no. She said because um, there's a bistro next door. 
And that's why, uh, that's why it smells like garlic. I thought so, because she said something about keeping the stopper in the drain for the smells or something in the... She says, mentions something like that. Yeah, I missed, I missed the whole drain thing, I guess. But, but yeah, she gets in the house, and then we are in the apartment, and we see she's sleeping, and her, her room is, like, right next to a flashing red sign across the street. Like one of those neon lights. And I was just thinking of that episode of Seinfeld where Kenny Rogers Roasters opens up next to Kramer's <laughs> and it's just this red beam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what her sounds like too. It's kind of got that. Yeah. You know, they have a, a noise, like a little buzzing. Yeah, like a buzzing and things, but I think she's listening to music or what, but I think she goes to sleep. Yeah, and this is where there's a really neat camera thing and I don't know what it's called, but she throws the sheets over her. And then it just elongates. Uh, yeah, I'm not... Is that a word? Elongates? Elongates. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm not up to date enough with camera stuff to know like what the what it would be. But yes, I know what you mean. Yeah, it, it's just really a neat little camera But she thing. finds herself... <laughs> a camera thing. <laughs> That's what we'll call it. It was a neat camera thing. But she finds herself like walking down an alley in Soho... And she comes to a theater, and it says, now showing Thunderball with Sean Connery, which is a James Bond movie that I didn't realize was back in the 60s, but this is where she is. She is back in the 60s. Interestingly enough, the Thunderball is, uh, it was a 1965 movie that Diana Riggs was a Bond girl in. Okay, that makes sense. And, um... I thought I read in the trivia that the sage barmaid, whatever you said her name was, I apologize, mm-hmm. that she was in James Bond as well. Yep, she was. Yep. She's the gold girl. How interesting that she was a Bond girl because you said at the beginning that the barmaid was in Bond. Yep. Yep. So it, we got two two Bond girls in this movie. The director is kind of tying stuff in. Um, so apparently Edgar Wright was obsessed with the 60s, like liked to hear his parents talk about it and want to ask him stuff and... His dad was apparently like, yeah, we went and watched Jimi Hendrix back in the 60s. Oh, nice. Yeah, can you imagine? And Edgar Wright's mom was like, no, 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 no. We saw Pink Floyd live. Still. And Yeah, amazing <laughs> still. And she was like, they weren't very good. That was- <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so I think this may be like a love letter to the 60s because he was just so interested. In the trivia, he gave an interview at some point where he was like, you're always just interested in the decade that you missed. Like you're bo- he was born, I guess, in the 70s. So he was very interested in the 60s. Because that's when his parents, so, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, I wasn't very interested, though, myself in, like, the, the 70s. Like, it wasn't until I got into the to music that I was interested in the time period. But right. I wouldn't ask my parents, like, what were the 70s like? No, yeah, me neither. I was more interested that my dad was able to go see the movies at the time. Like, I'm like, did you see Jaws in theaters? He's like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, did you see Star Wars in theaters? He's like, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> But I wasn't like, what was culture like? No. But at this point, I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. Where is she going? Uh, is she dreaming? But she goes into this. Like a club. Into the club. And and some guy's all like, can I take your coat? And she's all like, what coat? And so I guess he kind of takes off her robe. And then she looks over in the mirror. And that is when she sees uh, a blonde girl. Yes. And I'd, as her reflection. Yes, it's very interestingly done. Like, on the left, it's Ellie. And then on the right, it's this girl we come to know her name is Sandy. Yes. She's got this big bouffant kind of hairdo. It's like a mile high. Yeah, and she's got this really cute peach um, flowy dress on. Yeah. Which, talk more about later. But I was like, well, that's just a cute 
cute little dress. Yeah, but it's very interesting, and people would probably think, oh, they probably cut this together with computers, but this was actually done in yeah. real. Because the guy, and I didn't even notice it, being a big Harry Potter fan, not so much of the movies, but the guy who takes your coat is the twin, the guy who plays Fred or George in the Harry Potter movies as the twins. So it's him, and then on the side where it's supposedly the mirror is his twin standing across from him, and then they just do the same thing. They take off the dress or take off the coat for Ellie, and he takes off the coat for Sandy. That's insane. So it looks like it's a mere reflection, but it's actually the same thing happening on both sides. And that takes a lot of like teamwork. Like everybody's kind of got to work together and make sure that their movements are in sync. And yeah, we kind of watched a few scenes after that, or maybe I rewatched it myself that scene. But I was like, maybe it didn't look like it was in sync. Nah. Like, in some parts, maybe I was just being too harsh, but... But there are times when it flips. Like, mm-hmm. Ellie's in the reflection, and Sandy is not. And it, it kind of goes back and forth, so it's just so cool how he kind of put all that together. I can only imagine that it took a ton of time and a lot of work on the actress part. Yeah, especially with it being practical, you know, not not any kind of computers. Like, they call that being done in camera, like everything that you see was done in front of the camera, so it was must have taken a ton of work. Yeah, I even put pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But we see Sandy is at this club. She is trying to find who I'm, I'm assuming is the owner, but his name is Matt Smith. He is from Doctor Who. I think he was the eleventh Doctor. But is his Jack. Name, Jack. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I don't remember. He's also in another big, well, movie now. He's in Morbius, the one that just came out as the villain. Oh, poor guy. Poor guy. Uh, I haven't even seen the movie yet, but. It's just getting terrible, terrible reviews. Awful reviews. (laughs) So I don't know if I want. Well, I think I think I kind of want to see it just to get my own opinion. Yeah, I'm sure you would like it because you're not as harsh as people are on movies. Yeah, that's true. But Sandy is is trying to get him because she wants to be the next dancer or singer in this club. A singer in this club, yeah. Yeah, she wants to be the main hit. So he was like, well, can you dance? And she goes out on the floor and starts doing like these great 60s dances. Yeah, I love it. Oh my gosh. I I love dancing. I've always wanted to get into dancing. I mean, it's way too late now. But I've just been very like the, the shows So You Think You Can Dance. Love those. Except there was one where they did little kids. And I mean, that's cute, but no, I didn't like it. But anyway, so I love any kind of music and dancing and and movies, but I don't like musicals. So I'm very complex. (laughs) Sure, yeah. (laughs) I was double checking my notes because the the kind of dancing that she's doing is like they call go-go dancing. Goldie Mm -hmm. Hawn, when she was a teenager, used to do that kind of stuff where you can see it in Austin Powers. Like when he goes into clubs in Austin Powers, there's like women in cages dancing. Yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah, that's kind of what she's doing. So while she's dancing, Jack eventually joins her. And I wrote down he's dancing like a boss because he's like got a drink in his hand and he's dancing with her. Yeah. Is he smoking too, I think? I, maybe. I don't know. But he's like not spilling a drop. And <laughs> before, you know, kind of you get further into the movie, you're like, well, this is one cool dude. Yeah. he. I mean, he's pretty slick, man. Yeah. He's pretty fly for a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> for a British guy. <laughs> but the camera is doing some really cool things because it keeps cutting back from Sandy to Ellie. Like, while they're dancing. I thought that was so cool. It's very neat. I just, man, um, I'm really glad I watched it the second time because I kind of got to enjoy it a little bit. 
And then this guy that Sandy had bumped into before, kind of propositioning her, now comes up to her and he's like, oh, how I, I don't remember if he asked her how much, but he is being very weird to her. And she's like, no, I'm here with Jack. I'm, I'm, I'm here with Jack. And I think he calls her a whore. Yeah, the whole thing is that they ask for her to go have a drink with them. Oh, that's right. Yes. Uh, have a drink with me. And, you know, she's like, no, I'm not interested. And he's all like, well... And I think he calls her a a whore and a slut. Which, when we find out what Jack's doing, he's not far off of what Jack, he probably knows what Jack's about. So that's why he's probably asking. They two, those two are seen later talking. So yes, I'm pretty sure this is all staged. So he's probably, oh, for the, yeah, because Jack, when he calls her a whore, Jack comes in and punches him out. Yep. And he takes Sandy and they run off like giggling and they're like, oh, Wow, I can't believe that happened. Yeah, um, yeah, Sandy's all like, oh, my hero. One interesting thing that I looked up that I want to talk about is um, Jack asked Sandy what she wanted to drink, and she said she wanted a Vesper, which is actually tied into James Bond as well. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, Vesper is the first martini James Bond orders in Ian Fleming's 19... 19- 53 book Casino Royale. And in the Casino Royale movie they made a few years ago, uh, there is a character in there called Vesper Lind. So another kind of... I thought she said Vespa. I did too. Yeah, but Vesper, I guess. When I was... uh, Maybe it's the accent, but when I was looking it up, I was like, what is a Vespa? And then they were like, Vesper. And I'm like, oh, okay. And things... Like, it's changed because... Mm -hmm. Um, the alcohol that's in it has kind of changed and evolved. So it's, 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 it's a different, a sixties Vesper is different than today's Vesper. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure the sixties Vesper had like heroin or cocaine in it. Most likely. (laughs) It was much better. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't remember what you did and you wanted it that way. Yeah. But I also wrote my notes here at this point because I think they're kind of running around sixties London. I was just like, how did they recreate this? Like, I don't know if it was done with computers or, or what, but, like, you, she takes a look and sees, like, billboards and stuff, and right. they're driving through 60s London, if I remember at this point, but it looks amazing. It has to be computer. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, it seems like he puts a lot of work in his movies, but this would be a little, he'd have to build a whole town. So, I think, at this point, Ellie wakes up in her alarm, like, goes off for school, and she wakes up from the night. Right, yeah. It's like Sandy... Went up to the room and laid down in the bed because they, they both live in the same place. Live in the same apartment. That's right. Yeah, because um, Jack drops her off at her house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so as soon as Sandy touches Ellie's shoulder, she wakes up and she goes to class. And John comes over and is like, hey, you're drawing a self-portrait there? But she's <laughs> she's actually drawing Sandy. Yeah, which would look nothing like her at this point. No. Yeah. She had the big hair. And that peach dress. Yes. But uh, Jocasta seemed a little jealous that John was talking to her. So she had to, of course, come up. And she's like, ooh, what's that on your neck? You got a little hickey. Had, yeah. You had a good time. She's got a hickey from the night before. And Ellie's like, holy shit. Yes. And then I was like, how did she get a hickey that Sandy got? Because her and Jack were kind of making out. Yeah, I guess they're just kind of setting it up that like what happens to her when she's dreaming can really affect her in the real world. But that's weird. They, it doesn't really come into play again. Well, spoiler it? alert, when she's getting chased by ghosts, I think she's afraid that she's going to get killed. Okay. 
because it happened to her in real life. Like she got the hickey. You're right. If I if if they were doing yeah, something, maybe a sense, little, maybe something else could have happened. Like maybe Sandy got cut, and then she wakes up and she's got like a cut arm or something. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Ellie just thinks this is just the best thing that she's got a hickey, and it kind of gives her some confidence in a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, at some point, uh, John gives her like a can of Coke mm-hmm. as, as like an, an apology. Yeah, then. And the, then he even asks her out. Yeah, so he's like, oh, going out? You want to do that? And she's like, I've got plans tonight. She is so excited to go back to sleep. She is. She cannot wait to see Jack and Sandy again. I wrote in my notes here at this point, because she goes back to sleep and she's Sandy. And I'm just like, I'm so worried for Sandy. I'm like, it's the 60s and she's just going into these clubs being like, hey, we, I, I want to be the singer. And I'm like, she's probably going to get taken advantage of. So well, fucking call that shit. You did. Yeah. But when, like, Ellie, it shows Ellie walking down to the front door, and then it switches to Sandy, and and then Jack's there. Yes, very cool transition, yeah. Mm -hmm. She's, like, laying in her bed and slowly walks down the stairs, opens the door, and Jack's there. Yeah. And he's like, I'm sorry I'm late. And then we turn around, and it's Sandy. And she's like, more than late. Yeah, and he's like, well, I have a feeling you'll forgive me. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay. So they go to the club Rialto. Ooh. Yeah, fancy. And it's closed. But Jack's like, oh, it's not closed for you. Yes. So she goes in and it's for an audition. So Sandy starts singing downtown. Is this the part where you had it in your head for the rest of the day? You no. said you had it yesterday? <laughs> I don't know, yeah. I just love it's so It's so catchy. I'm not a good singer, otherwise I'd sing it for you. <laughs> It's an audition, yes, and she's like singing on stage for Jack, and there's the I guess the club owner, mm-hmm. um, and then also Ellie is like sitting in one of the seats to watching her. Yeah, and audition. I I like it how she still has her like bed clothes on. Yeah, she's like just got PJs. like a plain white shirt on, nothing fancy. So she's just sitting there, and she's just mesmerized by Sandy. So I think we get a cut to where they're like it's Jack and Sandy outside the club. And she's, like, on cloud nine because she's so happy that she's going to be in this club. I think Jack asks her at this point, he was like, he was like, Sandy, is that your real name? And she's like, no, my real name is Alexandra. And he's like, no, no, keep Sandy. It's great. (laughs) Yeah, and when when they were leaving, she says, I can't fucking believe it. (laughs) And that comes into play later, actually. Oh, yeah. Well, it it was funny with British, you know, what that reminds me of is our Doomsday episode. I can't fucking believe it. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> I still can't say it. You gotta come out the back of your throat. Fucking. Fucking. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> I think I turned into something. <laughs> so I think this night ends with Sandy and Jack going back to Sandy Ellie's apartment mm-hmm. and they start to have sex and I'm like this is very awkward that Ellie is just watching them have sex before she just wakes up. Yeah. <laughs> very strange. It is weird and Sandy's like are you are you in it for the long haul? You know, cuz she doesn't want to just have a one night stand. Yeah, cuz I think she had asked him if she, if he could be her manager as well. Mhm. Yep, she did and um Jack said I'll be with you to the end. That's true. He will be. Yeah, he very, very will be. That's very true. So we do a cut where uh, Ellie gets her hair done, and it looks exactly like Sandy. Yeah. It's not like done up in the beehive type thing that she has, but it's dyed 
the same color. Like, it looks exactly like her. And then she says, I can't fucking believe it. Oh, that's why. <laughs> so that's, that's where the two tie together. I'm like, wow, she's really wanting to be like Sandy. Yeah, it's funny that she, I guess just because she's so uh, in love with the old times, but it was like, she, she really takes a liking to Sandy very quick. Yeah, yeah, she does. She's like immediately just loves her because we get to see her very quickly in school and the teacher like loves her yeah, dress. I'm just like... like the teacher's very, very in love with the dress. But yes, we see her buying retro clothes, Ellie, and the lady's like, uh, it's 375 pounds. Yes, which is $488.83 Woo! in U.S. dollars. Woo! That is an expensive jacket. Yeah, and I'm like, how is she getting this money? But then we cut to her going into a bar asking for a job. Yeah, she goes into the Toucan, which is an Irish bar, and because, you know, her Sandy's taste is expensive as shit. Yeah. So she's got to make some money. Uh, but there's a funny scene where she's asking about the job. She goes up to the bartender, just this Irish guy, mm-hmm. and she's like, um, I'm here about the bartending job or waitress job or whatever. And he's like, you can't work here because you're not Irish. Yeah. She's like, what? And he's like, oh, I'm just kidding. What's funny is when I watched it yesterday, I'm like, I know you're going to talk about that. Yeah. I just knew because it was, it was kind of funny. It's just a funny moment, uh-huh. yeah. I'm like, I bet that's a part that Scott liked. And he did. But she gets this job, and I think we get to see Terrence Stamp again, either in this bar or walking around. And this is, in my notes, I kind of had the feeling, I'm like, is Terrence Stamp Jack? Is he an older Jack at this point? I was just getting that weird feeling. Oh, really? Yeah. I was okay. like, I think Terrence Stamp is Jack, which the movie really directs you to think that. Yeah, but, so he's kind of chasing after her and says hey you look familiar you know who's your mom oh yes that's right and then ellie's like my mom's dead and he says yes most of them are and then ellie turns really quickly and steps right in front of a car yes that's right she almost gets hit yeah she's like i mean she's like the car is right there she basically has her hands on the hood of the car and the guy's like Watch where you're going, girl. Yeah. Which I call him Hansy because they call him Hansy later. Yeah, yeah. We will get to his I real didn't name use his later. Real name. Well, not yet. I didn't I... use his real real name. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll get to his name here later. But yeah, he's freaking her out. He chased her. Almost, she almost got hit trying to get away from her. And I'm like, this guy is kind of like Jack. Even though at this point we have no reason to believe that Jack is bad. Right. But I'm just like, is he an older Jack? Because because he's like, you look familiar. I'm like, oh. But keep in mind, because I think this is a little foreshadowing right now. About almost getting hit by a car. Almost getting hit by a car. Yeah. Just saying. If you've seen the movie, you already know. <laughs> so she goes home and comes into her apartment, and uh, Diana Riggs is like, who are you? And she turns around, and she's like, oh, I, I didn't recognize you. They cuts to her like she's in the Rialto, and there's a big show going on of, like, marionettes, like mm-hmm. puppets. This lady is singing. And she's got, like, strings around her arms and legs like she's a puppet. Yeah, and the main lady comes out, and Ellie's like, wait, that's not Sandy. No, yeah. Sandy is, like, a a backup dancer, like, side dancer. She's one of the wind-up toys. Yeah, and this is when I realized what kind of club this is, is because they're all dressed kind of risque, like, Mm -hmm. you know, for 60s, I guess. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, oh, it's like a gentleman's club. Right, yeah, I guess... I don't know if they had strip clubs back then, but I guess it was like that. Um, but yeah, a gentleman's club. And I even put in my notes here. I was like, oh, I wonder if Sandy's happy to be a backup dancer. No. And then we see her in her dressing room kind of like thinking to herself. And then she punches the mirror. 
what's funny is this part reminds me of the scary movie where the girl's like, and she's a backup singer. Oh, like yes. Like it's the worst thing in the world. <laughs> I don't even remember what they were talking about. She's like, and she's a backup singer. Uh, can you believe it? How gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think this is, this is the point where Jack like takes her over to the table and introduces her to some businessmen. And one of the guys, did, is it the same guy as before? The one who called her a whore? Or is that later? Well, Ellie is pissed. So she leaves while the act is still going and then ends up and she sees that old guy and Jack talking together. Mm-hmm. And then she goes upstairs. I think that's where she sees Sandy in like Sandy the dressing in her room. her dressing room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Sandy, uh, the, these businessmen are like, oh, how about we go for a drink? And Sandy realizes what is going on and gets pissed off. You know, she realizes that, you know, Jack is kind of giving her to these guys to go do God knows what with. This is probably the freakiest part of the movie for me because Sandy runs away from Jack. And you hear Jack, like, yell at her. He's like, all the women do it. But Sandy runs into the back of this club. And this is like a house of horrors. Mm-hmm. This this really kind of stuck with me of how, how visually terrifying that this was. Because she sees all these women in the back. Like there's a woman in the back room shooting drugs up. Yeah. And like, another one's giving a blowjob. Yeah. And then one like sitting on a guy's lap or something. But the one, the drugs one kind of scared me. But it's not like scared me, I should say, but really stuck with me. Yeah. But there was another one where this lady is like on this table, like passed out. And there's another lady like, hey, hey, wake up, wake up. I know. Like Like dead. I don't know if she's dead or she's just out with all the drugs. Uh, It was it was very scary. It's like uh, the the front of the club is all fancy and all having fun. Yeah. And then you get in the back and it is a nightmare. It is. And there's a poor girl on the phone. There's like this young girl using the telephone and she's talking to her mom, I think. And she's crying, and she's like, it's not what I thought this would be. Yeah. I I didn't catch that the first time, but I caught it the second time when I watched it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. That just breaks my heart because these girls are going to try to live out their dream. Yeah. And then these men are turning them into whores. Yes. Jack in particular. Ladies of the night. I don't know what. I don't know. Mm. Working girls. But it's very scary because Sandy, you just hear Jack in the background being like, Sandy, come here, Sandy. Yes. And then I think we eventually see that Sandy does end up having sex with these men. Like, I think we're back in her apartment and Ellie is watching and she's just having sex with like man after man after man. I think that happens later. Oh, later. Oh, okay. Well, it shows her. It does show one. She does end up having sex with that businessman. Yeah, there's, and, like, money on the table. Yeah. And you're and like, ugh. I think he's putting his belt back on, maybe. Ellie screams at him, and the guy reacts to her. He, like, hears her. Yes. I'm like, holy crap. And so then Ellie's alarm starts going off, and she wakes up, and she's like, oh, my gosh. And then the man leans, leans over and says, uh, you know you're not asleep. Yeah, and then she wakes up again. Yeah. One of those dreams within a dream. Like, holy shit. <laughs> And that's where I was like, oh shit, is the dream world coming into hers? Like, for real? So she's kind of pissed off now seeing what happened to Sandy. And it shows her in school, like in her classroom. And she's like trying to destroy the dress that she's making. The pink one Sandy wore. And yeah. the 
teacher talks her out of it. She's like, you're having a crisis of creativity. Yeah, she said something I didn't write it. Crisis of confidence. She's like, you're having a crisis of confidence. It happens to all of us. I have that every day. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But yeah, she's like, hey, you're fine. You're on to something. Just chill out. And yes, yeah, like this, this is what you need to do. And then it shows Ellie working at the bar and John comes up to her like he's there and he orders some beers, which I pointed out to you when we watched it. But Ellie pours these beers and she puts them on like a tray and gives it to John. One of the beers has like the biggest foam head on it. Mm-hmm. It's foam. And then it cuts to like Ellie to look at her. And then when it cuts back, he's holding it. It doesn't. It's yeah. like regular beer. Ah. Yeah. Oh. Missed that part. You spoiled me on that. I catch that now. (laughs) But he's just checking in on her. Like, he wants to know if she's okay because he saw her and he's just making sure that she's doing all right. Yeah, he says he knows what it's like to not, to feel like you don't belong and that he's a really good listener if she ever wants to talk. I'm like, man, this guy is just the sweetest. He's not trying to be too forceful. He's just like, hey, you know, I I, I like you. If you need something, just holler. Yeah. Very nice guy, you know, and and you start to think that maybe he is real, like a real dude, mm-hmm. like a real good guy, I guess. He's and a real boy. He's a real man. <laughs> I think she talks to her grand again at some point, and her grandma can almost hear, like, there's something wrong in her voice. Yeah, she's starting to get a little fishy, like, things can't be going this well, right? But you hear a drunk guy come by and call Ellie beautiful. Oh, yes. Something, and then her grandma's like, where the hell are you? It's like, oh, we're just having fun at a club, you know, getting some drinks. With my roommates. With with my besties. Because they're just so nice. Um, But, you know, Grandma's like, you got to give it up, man. Something's wrong. So I think Ellie tells her a little bit about what's going on. Yeah, not not a whole lot. Nothing to really be too scared. Um, But her grandma's like, you know, it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. And she's like, okay, well, I got to get back. We're having a great time. And as she's in her in the bar working, we see Hansie, Terrence Stamp again. Mm-hmm. And the creepy part is is that he calls her by her name. He yeah. calls her Eloise or Ellie. Mm-hmm. So he knows who she is now. Like, eek. I mean, not knowing who this guy is, he is very creepy. Yeah, very, very creepy, yes. Even after you find out who he really is, it's extremely creepy offsetting why were you acting like that i don't know but he gives her like her piece of paper that's the dress back her her design for the dress he gives it to her like Mm -hmm. she dropped it or something she left it at the bar when she went out to go talk to her grandma oh i see okay yeah um i have all these details because i've seen it twice (laughs) (laughs) but this is where the bar the owner or one of the other guys at the bar tells her he's like Oh, we call him Hansy because he used to grab all the women back in the day. Yeah, he was a real ladies' man. Yeah. Which he's still not bad looking. I mean, for, for no, a guy. No, he's probably really up there, too, in his age. But you could really tell in the scene that Ellie is not wanting to go home. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't want to sleep. I think this may be where she's talking to the bartender, the lady. And she's, like, talking to her. and About you know. ghosts, if she believes in ghosts. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, you can't sleep here, Ellie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's... <laughs> she I love you, girl, but you gotta go. Yeah, so she's back in her apartment, and she's just standing there, like, kind of wondering what's gonna happen, and the record player just starts itself. Yes. And Jack just appears out of nowhere and grabs her, and she's, like, trying to fight him. Yeah, it was was very, kind of scary. Yeah, there's a lot of, I don't know, did you jump a lot in the movie? Oh, there was one part, or was it? 
I don't think it's happened yet. Oh, okay. But yeah, Jack comes out of nowhere at her and grabs her and he's like telling her to dance. And then we get kind of this quick montage of her like dancing in this club. Which um, is super cool again. Her dancing is, she's really good, yeah. Well, and just all the screenshots. Mm-hmm. Just because there's mirrors everywhere. And now if you think about it, it's, it's probably not mirrors if you're not seeing the same person. Yeah. Like if you're seeing Sandy and then Ellie in a mirror, it's not really a mirror. They're there, yeah. Standing separate. It's very cool. Yeah. When you think about it, like if you watch it, I need to watch it again like you did sometime because you just catch a lot of stuff. But um, this is where Jack is making Sandy. It shows her like sitting in booths with different men. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, oh, what's your name? Like, how long have you been here? And things like that. And as she's progressively going on and on, like talking to more and more different men, she like starts to cry more and more. She's, she's losing it. Yeah. And with the last, one of the last guys we see her talk with is this dude that has super blue eyes. I noticed it, like, oh. when he's talking to her, his eyes were just, like, neon blue. I just noticed he wasn't old like all the others. No, that's true. But he was asking her if she's, like, all right. He was like, are you doing all right? He's like, do you like this? So you could try to get out. Actually kind of showing concern while still being very creepy. Yeah, that that's very true. It's still kind of like, well, like, what, what are you trying to do here? Are you trying to help her or not? Yeah, and this is kind of where, like, they're sitting, Sandy is sitting in the booth with, like, a mirror behind her, and Ellie is there, and she's, like, trying to break through the mirror, because she thinks this dude is, like, a super creep. Well, um, the guy is, like... He says that she's too good for it. Yeah, he says that you're too good for this, that you're better than this, and she's like, oh, I don't think I am. She's like, of course you are, just look at yourself in the mirror. Oh. And she doesn't. And then Ellie starts banging on the mirror saying look at me look at me look at me and then she breaks it Mm -hmm. and grabs a hold of sandy and then this is where they wake up in the bedroom and i wrote in here like this is ellie sees ghosts of all these men that sandy had slept with because at some point don't we get a montage of her like it's like guy after guy coming in like it shows her in her bed and like man takes off his belt man the other man takes off his belt man takes off his shirt and then Ellie, like, shows her in bed. I think she may have even woken up at this point, but she can see the ghost of all the men that Sandy had slept with, but she can't, like, their faces are kind of blurred. Mm-hmm. So I think Ellie wakes up, and she's, like, freaked out. She, like, goes into her bathroom, maybe splashes some water on her face and whatnot, and she turns around, and all the men are in her bed, in her room. Yeah, what, you know, what happened is that they were, she was watching all the different guys sleeping with Sandy, so then she went into um, the bathroom and closed the door. And you could see that it's daylight in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's night in the bedroom. And then she opens the door back up and there's nothing in there. And then she turns back to the bathroom mirror. And this is where I got a jump scare. Oh, she gotcha. She turns back to the bedroom and then there's all the ghosts. They're still there, yeah. And uh, they're just looking at her. And then she screams. So... I think if at this point she like bumps into John on the street or at school and he asks her like before he even asks her, she's like, yes, I'm available. Yeah, she's <laughs> actually in class because she doesn't want to sleep. Yeah, yeah, she she's losing it slow, like faster and faster. She's losing it more. But mm-hmm. she's like, yes, I do. And John's like, I haven't even asked you what, yeah. what it is yet. And she's like, I'm free. I want to. I want to go out. So it's like a big party. Because it's Halloween, I think. Yep, at the Inferno. Oh, that's a good bar. <laughs> good name for a bar. But, yeah, it is. I thought so. I was like, oh, that's a great thing for a Halloween party. Go to the Inferno. Oh, yeah. 
I don't even think, like, I don't know what they're dressed as. I know John has, like, a skeleton face painted on his face. He said he was going as a ghost. And oh, I, yeah. I, I'm thinking maybe that's what she's supposed to be, but she looks like a raccoon. Oh, that's right, yeah. She's got, like, the eye stuff. Mm-hmm. I did read in here that Jocasta and her friends are dressed as the girls from the movie The Craft. Yes! Have you ever seen that movie? I have. And, well, and that's, when, when we saw it the first time, I'm like, is that Mean Girls? What? And they were like, yeah, yeah, Mean Girls. And I'm hmm. like, no, there's a movie I'm trying to think of that they look like that. And I looked it up and it was a craft. Oh, I must have not heard you then. I, I was like, Mean Girls? You, I, I thought you said, are those the Mean Girls? And I was like, yes, those are the Mean oh, Girls. Oh, okay. That makes it. I was like, wait. <laughs> um, yes. I. It's been so long since I've seen that movie, but talking about Scream, it's got Nev Campbell in it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yes, that's very funny. And the Jocasta is dressed as the main villain of that movie, the the girl who becomes the witch. Yeah. I'm like, well, okay. I guess that kind of goes together. This comes to nothing, really, but Jocasta sees John and Ellie together and gives them drinks. Yes. And immediately my mind is like, she poisoned, she's going to drug them both. Absolutely. And I think she does. I think there is something. She spiked it. Maybe so. I guess. But, but I mean, Ellie gulps it down like one drink. She's trying to get out of her head, which um, talking about We Hate Movies podcast that I love to listen to. One of them has a theory. This Steve Sadak says that if, you know, you're being haunted by ghosts, nothing really could happen if you just get blackout drunk. <laughs> he he was like, he's like, he's always wondered what would happen, you know, if the main character just got super wasted where, like, the ghost couldn't even, like, wake him up. Yeah, that would, I mean, it's worth a shot. Yeah, so it made me think of this where Ellie's just probably trying to get plastered. Yeah, like, <laughs> if she blacks out, she's not going to be able to dream, right? She's not going to see the ghost, yeah. Just, nothing's going to happen. Fortunately, that's not what happened, but they're following her now. Yeah, she. I wrote here. She's like she and John are like dancing all sexily and yeah, they're getting it on, getting together real close. And she sees the men, the ghost of the men, like in the club, and she freaks the fuck out. Yeah, and then she sees Sandy in the club, so she's running after. You're like Sandy, Sandy. Yeah, she's trying to get and to John's her. John's like, dude, are you okay? Where <laughs> yeah. are you going? We were just having fun and you know grinding on the the dance floor. Yeah, so I think she like runs out and she sees a glimpse of Sandy being prostituted by a, but to another man. Like Jack is standing across the street looking at her, and she just keeps seeing Sandy where she looks. But John's like, "What? What's going on? Are you okay? Like, mm-hmm. hey, what happened in there?" And she says, "I just want to be normal uh, and like everybody else." And John's like, "I'm glad you're not." I'm like, oh, he's so sweet. He is a very nice guy. I don't think I've seen him in anything, though. I looked the actor up. Lord, for the life of me, I can't remember his name, so I apologize. Oh, but... I have it. Michael A-J-A-O. Uh, I don't think I've seen him, but he's very good in this movie. He is. Yeah. Uh, hopefully this gets him more roles because, yeah, he was really good. But he's glad she's not normal. Then they kiss. Yes. And I'm like, well, that's sweet. That's perfect. And then he's like, you want to go somewhere else? Well, I think she says, like, I don't want to sleep. And he's like, mm-hmm. well, I can keep you up. And then he's just like, why the hell did I say yeah, that? Yeah, he's like, oh, my gosh. He's like, that's so stupid. <laughs> She's like, well, I'm not allowed to have men over at my apartment after eight. And he's like, oh, okay. She's like, so you'll have to be quiet. And he, his face is so funny. It is. He just has this big grin. He just, it lights up. Like, holy shit, I'm going <laughs> to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> Which, they cut to her and him going into the apartment after this, and, and I'm like, dude, quit, quit being so loud. Like, the lady made it clear. She was like, 
pissed off, probably uh, sounded pissed off about having people in the house after a time. And they get in there and she's like, well, they have to be quiet. And they're like banging into shit. Oh, well, they're as quiet as they can be with two lace drinks, you know. (laughs) Yeah. And they probably have more. So they're super drunk and they're giggling. It's like, (laughs) yes, I know. And I think I yelled at the TV. I was like, for some reason, I was very nervous about that lady coming out. Um, Yeah. But I yelled. I was like, get in the fucking room. I was like, get upstairs. (laughs) Get in your room now. getting on to them but yeah they they go up and and they're getting it on in in bed yeah they're getting into it and i think she like look you know uh jack uh, jack two j names as the main characters john is on top of ellie like laying on her on in the bed and she like looks up and she sees like there's a mirror on the ceiling Mm -hmm. and she can see jack and sandy i think jack is like holding her down with a knife on her yes and she's like freaking so ellie starts freaking out but yeah, Jack is basically threatening Sandy with a knife. They're like, don't you never leave or I'll kill you. Yeah, and Ellie's just like, get off her. Get off her. And John's <laughs> like, I'm not on her. He's like, what do you, yeah, what? Because he is being very respectable. He gets off her and he's just right. like, what, what's going on? He's like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's very much a gentleman. And I just like it when she's like, get off her. And he's like, I'm not on her. <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he's just trying, he, he is freaking out, like, not going, what is going on here? But Ellie kind of can see that in the vision she's having, Jack, she, like, Sandy scratches Jack's face mm-hmm. for him to get off. And that's when Jack starts to just stab her. And it's very interesting, the camera work that they do here, because you can see Ellie's eyes reflected in the knife. So it's like, mm-hmm. knife is being held up, goes in held up and you can see her eyes go in held up see her eyes so it's like you see her eyes reflected when the knife is being held upwards like a mirror yeah it's very very interesting the way they filmed it yeah i thought that was a a cool part too um but diana riggs is banging on the door yeah and i was like oh no this kid's gonna go to jail yeah and she's like i'm gonna call the police and this is where he's like oh fuck and he starts to put his pants on yeah (laughs) he's like I got to get out of here. And he trips and he breaks the vanity mirror. Yes. And glass is going everywhere. I think he steps on it as he's putting like his, I think it, sh- it shows him when he's putting his pants on. He like steps on it on his bare feet. I know uh, Diana Riggs gets the door open. She busts the door open. Yes. And then you see him walking on the glass as he's going out the door. Because. Uh, bare feet. Because Diana Riggs has a shotgun in her arms, right? Her oh, hands. I don't know. I didn't notice. I thought I thought so or something like that. Maybe. Because she does say later I would have killed him. But all you see is Ellie hunching, you know, cowering on the side of her bed. Like in the corner, yeah. And just scared to death. There's a very nice moment here where uh, Mrs. Collins, Diana Riggs, asks her if she's okay. She's like, did he hurt you? Are you okay? And I was like, oh, well, that's very nice that she is very concerned about this girl. Yeah, and Ellie's like, no, no, he didn't hurt me. And then Diana's like, we'll talk about this in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We got more to discuss. So I think they're having tea together. And this is where she asks Mrs. Collins, Diana Riggs' character, if there's ever been a death in the house. Mm -hmm. If anybody named Sandy has ever lived there. And she initially brushes it off. And she's like, somebody, this is London. Somebody has died in every room, every house, every corner at some time. I'm just like, that's a lot. Yes. (laughs) That's. That seems like a little much to me. Like every single room somebody's died. I think that's too much. 
And then she also mentions that people have stayed there not using their real name. So she doesn't know. Oh, yeah. If there's know, ever been a Sandy. Who has ever been there. So we are showing Ellie in her school again here. And she's like looking at this dress, kind of putting it on. I think this is where it's like a woman wearing the dress. And she's kind of like designing it on this lady. Yeah, one of the nicer mean girls. Oh, I... <laughs> You don't see him very often, so I didn't even put it together. I thought it was just a model that she was using for her dress. I believe it was one of the yeah, nicer Yeah, makes girls. sense. But I think she looks away, and as she looks back, it's Sandy standing there, and she's got, like, blood. Yes, covered in blood. And Ellie freaks the fuck out and runs. Yeah, and before that, before she leaves the room, John grabs her, and he's like, talk to me. And yeah. I'm like, this is really the wrong time. <laughs> like, you've he's- been great. Every other time, but right now, are, uh, like if somebody grabbed me in the middle of a classroom, I was like, just talk to me. I'm like, oh, okay, now's a good time. Let's sit down Yeah, and just talk while I'm totally freaked out in front of all my classmates. Yeah, it's definitely not the greatest time, <laughs> but <laughs> she's running in the hallway and she sees like the ghost of all the dead men, like in the hallway, kind of on the each side of the wall. Yeah, they're really coming out now. Yeah, and I'm just like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. And she just keeps running. Running and running and running. <laughs> <laughs> and she keeps seeing, like, dead people, on, dead men on the side of the road, like, on the corners and stuff. And I wrote, she sees Jack, like, the ghost of Jack, and Jack grabs at her, and it actually turns out to be Terrence Stamp, Hansy. Mm-hmm. He's like, and even Jack was like, where are you going? Because so, they're all kind of saying different things, just kind of... You can't run from this. Yeah. Where are you going? So she finally is like broken down and decides to go to the police. Yeah. Yeah. She's she sees a police station. She's like, OK, I got to tell somebody. Right. Yeah. And they were like, so you think there was a murder that happened at some point in the 60s in the apartment that you lived in? That you've seen in a vision. Yeah. <laughs> yes. OK. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, you said you had a party last night. Did you have any, did you take any drugs? She's like, no. It's like, do you think that anybody could have slipped drugs in years? And that's when it flashes back to Jocasta giving her her drink. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't admit to that. You know, immediately they're going to be like, well, that's it. So they kind of brush her off. And there's a very sad scene where Ellie is drinking water from a fountain. And it's right next to like the men's room. Hmm. And the male police officer that was interviewing her, you, you can hear him. He goes into the bathroom and they're like making fun of her. Yeah. He's like, she just described every man in London. Yeah. And they're laughing. And the lady that was in there with her actually seems like she kind of believes her. Mm-hmm. And it it seems like she must because she does go and do a little investigating as we find out later. Yeah. The lady's like, man, we just really need something more. We yeah. Need, like a name, a last name, something concrete. So Ellie's like, fine, I'm on the hunt. I don't know if she tells her at this point, but she says something like, does she tell the police that she thinks Hansy is the man? Like, she's like, it's the man at the bar. He comes by my bar. But she doesn't have his name. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's when she described him. And oh, that's and he's like, like, yeah, it's like everybody in London. Yeah. So, yes, Ellie's on the hunt, and she's trying to find any information she can on anything that has happened in her visions, and... She does what any investigator does. It goes to the fucking library. Get some microfish. Fish. 
I like fish better. Fish better, yeah. <laughs> Microfiche. Hey, we don't really use it anymore, though, I don't think. Just old scans of newspapers. This library looked very familiar. My first instinct was to say, like, I want to go here. And I'm like, I feel like I said I wanted to go here before. So I looked it up online, and it's the same library from Criminal. That's right. Kevin Costner goes there to do some investigating because he sees a vision of, like, a book in his mind, and he goes to the nearest library he yeah. can find. And I was like, holy shit, it connects. Like, because I was like, well, this movie takes place in London, and I think that Criminal takes place in London, and it's the same library. That's cool. And it's so neat how every episode we're kind of doing now, we can kind of connect things. Yeah, I think the biggest connection so far is that Keith David has been in so many movies. He was the cat in Coraline. <laughs> he was in Nice Guys. He was in All About Steve. Yeah, that's okay. But the library, and Criminal seems to be a very popular episode for some reason. I know, we're getting a lot of downloads on Criminal, which I'm yeah. like, please don't judge us on that one, because it was only like <laughs> the, second. the second one. That's the one that I, I picked, and I thought we had a pretty good time. I Yeah, no, I think it's a good one. I'm just, I hope we're getting better. <laughs> so this, I think, is where uh, she's... You know, the lights are kind of dimming while she's looking at microfiche. And, but she's looking quickly at newspapers trying to find any information of murders and stuff. And she just keeps finding old newspapers of guys that have gone missing. Like, man was murdered. Man gone missing. Man mm -hmm. gone missing. And then this is where we finally figured out his name. John sneaks up behind her. He, like, grabs her shoulder. And she's like, John! And we both were like, oh, John! This is where she kind of goes and just actually tells John everything. She finally tells him what it is, and he gives a funny thing. She was like, you'll think I'm crazy. And he's like, well, my auntie does believe in a lot of crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't catch that the first time, but the second time, I'm like, oh, because I, I didn't understand what he said for some reason the first time. Oh, yeah. And then when I listened to it again, I'm like, oh, your auntie believes in weird stuff. Yeah. So, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Um, Ellie asked for him to get more microfiche. Oh, gotcha. Okay, because, yeah, he walks away, and then this is where the lights are dimming and ghosts are kind of surrounding her in this chair. Mm -hmm. And she starts to run. And the scariest thing is that she has, like, scissors. She picks up scissors from the table and is, like, running with them. Yes. We all know. Don't, don't do run, that. You know, don't li don't run with scissors unless you're listening to the album by Weird Al Yankovic, Running With Scissors. That is a great album. And but... then that's appropriate, but <laughs> any other time. Yeah. Don't do it. She just keeps getting freaked out by more and more ghosts. And then finally, I wrote in my notes exactly like this. Like, Ellie says, fuck it, and decides to stab a ghost. Yes. <laughs> and she rears back and starts to fucking put this scissors in this ghost's eye. And John catches her at the last second. And it's revealed that she is trying to stab Jocasta in the face. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And it's a, there's a very great pause for a second where she's like just processing it. And then she's just like, what the fuck? Yes. I think she said, what the actual fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so she runs off to get security. She's like, security! Security! Which, I mean, okay. I understand that. But it's not like it wasn't a little disturbing. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, to actually make contact and hit her in the head, that would be bad. What I thought was interesting, too, that I didn't realize until I had my headphones on and I was listening to it yesterday is while she's running with the scissors, which you should never do. Right. You can hear the ghost say, help me. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I missed that. Yeah, because I didn't, the first time, you don't realize that until later. But they, they are saying, help me, as they're following her around. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. I, you totally missed it. 
because Jocasta's trying to get the security, Ellie books it out the back. Yeah. John goes after Jocasta to try to catch her and be like, no, 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 you gotta, you gotta listen. But Ellie sees Sandy in the road, mm-hmm. and so she starts to follow her, and there's just ghosts everywhere in the road following her. I wrote in my notes here, it was like a zombie movie, like all these ghosts trying to grab after Ellie as she's running down the road. Right. But she finally catches up to Sandy, like Sandy's facing away from her, and she's like, Sandy, what, I, what are you doing? And she turns around and pushes Ellie on the ground. Yeah, and Ellie just falls straight back, like, and she's on her back. Yeah. Looking up to the sky. And I think she must have passed out or something because she wakes yeah. up to rain. Yeah, it feels like she passed out for maybe a bit or something. So she wakes up from being pushed, and you're right, it's raining, and she's like, follow, she sees Hansy walking down the road. And she was like, great, this is the guy I'm trying to find. So she is walking down after him, and he goes into the bar that she works at. And she's calling him Jack. She's yelling at him. She's like, hey, Jack! And he doesn't pay attention to her. Mm -hmm. He just keeps walking into uh, the toucan. Which is funny, because as she goes into the toucan, her boss is like, where have you been? Mm -hmm. He's like, you get down there. I guess she just works this basement area, because her boss is like, you have a customer down there. Right. Yeah, she get, she goes down there and Hansies is playing the air piano. <laughs> There's a funny scene. He's blasting music and I wish I knew what song it was, but yeah, he's play, he's air pianoing along with it. But this uh, I think Sandy, I think Ellie decides that she's going to try and get some information from him, so she starts recording him on her phone. Mm-hmm. And she like Smart. puts puts her phone kind of underneath the bar talking to him. Oh, he's uh, the I just found it in my notes. The song he's listening to is called Eloise. Okay. Yeah, cuz I think he's asked Ellie if she's ever heard the song. Yeah. Eloise and she's like, "No." But she's trying to get information from him and she's like, "Did you know Sandy?" And he's like, "Everybody knew Sandy." And he's I think he says something to the effect of like he used to look after all the girls and kept and he's like, "Sometimes I had to keep them in line." Mhm. He's like, "But I did." And then he says at the end of the day, they all look the same on the slab. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Like but the, the, that kind of makes sense later, but. Like the. Yeah, like. The, dead. <laughs> yeah, like they're dead. <laughs> like the morgue. The morgue slab. And then I think she's, I think Ellie is like, I know what you did. You killed Sandy. And he's like, I didn't kill Sandy. He's like, if anybody killed Sandy, Alex did. Right. And he's just walking out the bar. He's like, I don't have to take this shit. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to get you. I'm going to find out. I'm going to know. And. She's like yelling at him and I think he gets in the middle of the street and he kind of turns around to yell at her and he gets taken out by a car. Yeah, what he says, I thought it was so funny. Yeah, he stops in the road and says, when you find Alex in whatever little hell she's currently in, tell her I said hello. Uh, And then he turns and gets hit by a car. So foreshadowing by her almost getting hit by a car. Mm -hmm. And I read online that Terrence Stamp did the stunt, well he... He did the point where he almost got hit by the car. Oh, wow. And then they brought in a stunt guy and had Because Edgar Wright was like, I just, I can't in good conscience have Terrence Stamp laying on the road for like an hour while we film this. Oh, gosh, no. And especially how old he is. Yeah, that, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, be like, stunt double, please. Yes. So the bartender comes out, the sage bartender lady, as they call her in the credits. But she's like, oh, my God, Lindsay, tell him Lindsay got hit. He got hit by a car on the road. And, and Ellie's like. Lindsay, like what his name's not jack he used to be a cop he would look after the girls and stuff like that is what she said and 
This is when you reveal he was the guy in in the club talking to Sandy earlier, the younger version of himself, where he was like, you're too good for this. Yeah. Still very, very creepy man, <laughs> the way he comes off. I don't understand that. I just wish he would have been like, hey, I was a cop. Which, yeah, you reveal he's a cop, but man, he is such a creepy cop. I really hate that. I wish he would have just been a little different. Yeah. And then maybe Ellie wouldn't have been so crazy. I think he says it as he's leaving the bar when she's like, oh, I'm going to get you. I think he says something like, when you've seen the things that I've seen, he says something like that. So mm-hmm. when he said that, I got the sense that maybe, you know, he's fucking, you know, jaded about how terrible the world is. Or he's seen some crazy stuff, so he's kind of damaged by it. I don't know. But Ellie is just like, I got to get back home. You know, this is too much for me. So she goes to a payphone and calls her grandma and she wants to go home. And her grandma's like, I can't get you until tomorrow. Yeah. She's like, oh, I don't know if I can wait. But then she sees John running because all of the ambulance and lights and cops and stuff are going to help Lindsay. Yes. And he, so he's running towards the lights, I think, because he's probably scared that Ellie it's, did something. It's her, yeah. Yeah. So Ellie runs up to him and, uh, you know, he's. I think they embrace and she's like, I got to get out of here. And he's like, I got a car. And she's like, you got a car? <laughs> yes, because he said he came from like the west side or something like that. I can't remember. South. South, London, yeah. To he's North like, London. <laughs> he's like, how do you think I got here? <laughs> she's all like, whole shit. So they drive back to her apartment because uh, she's going to try to get some of her deposit back so she can just take the train back home. Yeah. Um, and she they stop outside her apartment. And she's like, if I'm not back in like 15 minutes, come get me. Because mm-hmm. I guess she's like freaked out that this place is going to take her. Right. It's like going to grab her and take her back to the 60s where she's see, like, you know, whatever. And at this point, I was kind of wondering, I'm like, is Sandy evil? Because they're, they're building it up like, I don't know, I just had this weird inkling that Sandy was bad. Well, I think it's because Hansy or Lindsay earlier said Sandy's not who you think she is. Yeah, and I was like, is Sandy evil? So I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, there may be a twist here. So Ellie, being the good person that she is, is telling Mrs. Collins that she's leaving. Mm-hmm. She's like, I've got to tell her. And she's like, I, I hate to do this, you know, and to tell you I was told you that I would be solid about this apartment, but I'm leaving. And then she's like, oh, are, are you alone? Did you come alone? Yeah, I was like, she's acting very strange. And then Ellie's like, yeah, yeah, it's just me. Because <laughs> she knows. But... Mrs. Collins, Diana Riggs, pulls a cigarette out, and she's like, I thought you didn't smoke. And she's like, oh, it's caught me smoking again. Yeah, thinking all the records, you know, remembering the times, times of the 60s yeah. and stuff like that. And she fixes uh, Ellie some tea. The dumbest thing. <laughs> you don't like the tea? No, it's just the fact that Ellie drinks it. Yeah, she's a little gullible. Yeah. So, like, people hand you something. Probably not a good time. Not a good good idea to drink it. I don't know. But yes, yeah, as soon as she drinks that tea, I wrote in my notes, I'm like, why? Why would you drink tea? You were even told or asked earlier if you were poisoned by something. I know. <laughs> so Mrs. Collins comes in and she's like, oh, I've got some of your mail here. I'm going to give it to you. And Ellie sees mail for Mrs. Collins and her name is Alexandra Collins. Mm-hmm. Alexandra is... Sandy's real name. She's fucking yep, Sandy. She's Sandy. And I think there's even a picture of Sandy on the wall of her as a young lady. Yes. Yeah, a picture of Mrs. Collins as the young Sandy. So Ellie's kind of putting two two together while she's sipping on her tea. Yeah, and Mrs. Collins, well, before she realizes who she is, I think she, Mrs. Collins tells her, like, so a cop stopped by today. 
mm-hmm. was asking about a murder that happened here years ago. She's like, I, well, you had to go to the cops, didn't you? Yeah, she's like, they were just asking about your well-being. Yes, and so this is where it's the big reveal is that she's Sandy, and she gives this big speech. You know, she was like, I thought I saw Sandy die here. And she's like, Sandy did die here. She's like, she died hundreds of times here every night when she had to have sex with those men. But basically, we get to see what really happened with her and Jack. Like, he's standing there with a knife, and I guess she gets the knife from him and stabs him in the neck and kills him. Mm -hmm. So that's really what happened. So I don't know why she had a different vision of what happened with Sandy, like a different... I think maybe she saw what she wanted to see. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. But yeah, she said she stabbed Jack a hundred times. A hundred times, once for every man or whatever she had to have sex with. Mm -hmm. So she kind of lost her mind, I feel like, after this point to where every man that she had sex with, I don't know if she like called them back over again, but she killed like hundreds of men like Mm -hmm. every time she'd have sex or have a man over you know she killed them she like cut their throat stab them and she was like i put them in the floor and in the walls yeah they're all over the in the floor which is why she's like it that comes back where she said it smells in the summer yeah so yeah she covered it up with garlic which i didn't know that was a thing but i don't know that garlic was that strong to take care of a smell of a decomposing body but hey yeah it's a big reveal and then um she reveals that she poisoned her tea and she's like it'll just look like another suicide that you couldn't handle the Mm -hmm. big city and killed yourself and and john knocks on the door because it's been more than 15 minutes and mrs collins is like i thought you said you came alone yeah (laughs) (laughs) but she grabs a knife as she's going towards the door and ellie tries to stop her stop miss collins but she ends up knocking a table over that had her lit cigarette into the records mm -hmm, falls into the records which one of the records i think his name is ash i think ash is on the name of one of them because i remember thinking how funny is that (laughs) how nice uh but ellie finally gets to her feet to try to stop miss collins and miss collins knocks her back down Mm -hmm. and continues to go to the the front door where john is knocking and as he but she opens up the door and she's all like, yeah, Ellie's upstairs if you want to mm-hmm. go up there. So he comes inside and then you see Ellie kind of crawling out of the room and she yeah. yells, run. And then Mrs. Collins stabs him in the gut. Yes. And, and I was like, like, oh, shit. Damn it. Not Johnny. So nice. And then I think this is Sandy also, or Mrs. Collins, Sandy, she slashes Ellie on the hand, which mm-hmm. is the same hand, like the, the scene where we reveal what really happened. Jack slashed her in the hand. I think she lost it, and that's when she stabbed him. So she slashes Ellie in the hand in the same exact place that she got sl- stabbed in or slashed in. So uh, Ellie is trying to get away from her, so she's running up the stairs. And this is where it changes, where you see Sandy as her young self again. She's, like, singing as she's walking up the stairs. Ellie's, like, seeing her as the young Sandy. While trying to slash Ellie. (laughs) Yes. It's very interesting looking. And then Ellie kicks her down the stairs, I think, right here. She kicks Mrs. Collins back down the stairs and runs up. That cigarette has started, like, a huge fire. Yeah. Yeah, and it it spread pretty quick. And John was even trying to to yell, and he yelled fire to try to keep them from going or distract 
Miss Collins, but that didn't work. Yeah, and, and Ellie gets into her room, and I think at one point she coughs up blood. I wrote that down. I was like, oh. holy shit, is she going to make it? Oh, I didn't notice that. But the men, the ghosts, start to come out of the floor, out of the walls. Yeah. And they come down, and they they hold her down on the bed. They're grabbing her. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you, what? And this is where they're like, help us. Yeah, they just kept saying, help, help, help Help, me. yeah. And I'm like, there's got to be a better way they could have gone about this. <laughs> Fucking trying to scare the shit out of her. But you said they did say help earlier, but maybe she just wasn't wanting to hear it. Yeah, no, she's probably totally freaked out. And I'm like, well, if you need help, why are you holding her down? Uh, Well, one of the ghosts does give her the phone. Right. So yeah. I guess maybe they were like, let me hold you down so you can make this phone call. And then they say, kill her. Kill yeah. her. Yeah. And I think Ellie thinks about it like, oh, yeah, I have to kill her. And she's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sandy comes into the room and sees all the ghosts. And I think they flash briefly and they're all like not ghosts anymore, but they're all the men for right, real. Right, exactly. And she's just like, I didn't want any of this. She's like, she came, she just wanted to be a singer and a dancer. Yep. And then she tries to kill herself. Yeah, Jack, he Jack's there as one of the ghosts. And he says, I'm with you until the end, Sandy. You're the one that wanted this more than anything. And then he goes up and bitch slaps her. Jesus Christ. Yeah, she tries to slit her throat and Ellie stops her. And she's like trying to talk some sense into her. Yeah, she doesn't want to go to prison. She can blame her. I mean, who who wants to go to prison? Yeah, Sandy's like, you can't save me, Ellie, but you can save yourself and John. Right. And she sits down on the bed where all this fire is just consuming the building. <laughs> yeah, and I thought these were neat shots too. Because it showed... Miss Collins is elderly, sitting on the edge of the bed, and it kind of flashes back to Sandy, a younger Sandy. Yeah, sitting on that same bed. Right, yeah. It was just really cool. Ooh, sitting in a room while it's going to burn. That's no. fucking awful. No, I don't know. How can you just sit there? <laughs> I don't know how that's possible. Do what? When Ellie left, I would probably cut my throat. I mean, I guess smoke. Smoke inhalation. Makes you go to sleep. Then... That may knock you out a little bit. But I don't know, though. I mean, man, it's like you're... Ugh. Yeah, I'd be like, cut my throat. I'm good. Which this whole time, they should have been at least coughing. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of... Like, there's a lot more fire around than you would think. Like, mm-hmm. this building, I'm just... I was even thinking, like, man, are they even going to get out of here? But Ellie finds John, and they get out. Yeah, they... She finds him, and then at the same time a uh, firefighter's breaking down the door. Oh, right. Yeah, we see them in the... Ellie's, like, in an ambulance getting oxygen with a mask on, and they take her away. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to the school again, and there's a fashion show that Ellie's putting on with, like, all of her work that she's done. Yeah, and it's awful. <laughs> Doesn't look good. No, it's not that great looking. But, I mean, it's... It looks exactly like you would think a huge fashion designer do you think those people in the audience are like, oh, this girl almost died. We've got to be really nice yeah, to maybe. her. maybe. <laughs> We've got to be really cool. She just had a mental breakdown. Yeah, her mom did kill herself. She's going through a lot. Her landlady killed hundreds of men. Yeah, mm. and then herself. and. So just pretend that that piece of paper that's draped over that woman is a good dress. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> Way to go, crazy girl. There's one, I don't know, it looked like a, like those things you can buy at the dollar store that's flat and then you open it up and it kind of turns into a ball. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about, like the design. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we have the some dress. of those? We got. I think I got some of those for like your birthday one time, I hung them up around. I don't know, we may have had it for our wedding too. Something like that, yeah, I remember yeah. those. But yeah, it's not good and her gram 
or she calls her Gran, but her grandma and John are both in the audience, Yay. and they're like, woo! They're super proud and happy for her. And they go back behind the scenes, you know, and, and Jocasta comes back, and I guess she gives her kind of like a nod, like a, eh, you know, you're okay. Yeah, Whatever. I'll be nice to you. I yeah. Don't know. We'll see. And John and Gran are like, oh, good job, you did so good. And Ellie sees her mom in, like, the fashion mirror. Yeah. She's like, great. And she looks back, and there's Sandy in the mirror. Yes, and at first, like, Ellie's terrified. Like, looks yeah. terrified. And then she, she, yes, but then she kind of calms down a little bit and walks over and kind of touches the mirror, and Sandy touches the other side. Mm-hmm. And then the movie ends. Now, I was interesting interested about that because I was like, is that saying that like she's still going to be haunted by Sandy? But I think Edgar Wright said something of like he wanted to show that she was like in peace. Oh, okay. So she's seeing Sandy like she sees her mom, like Sandy as her young self when she was happy. Yeah. Is at peace now. Well, that's good. Yeah, like any other movie, you would be like, Sandy would have like a knife or something and smile in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'll get you, my pretty. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's what I would like to think happened is that she's seen the younger Sandy, who was at one point a happy person before yeah. the big city turned her out. Yeah. But I love this movie. I heard it got okay reviews. Um, You know, like all the other Edgar Wright movies got great reviews. This one was like 70 percent or so on Rotten Tomatoes but I really liked it I loved it yeah I just thought it was great it was not what I expected it had a lot of neat camera stuff yeah and um yeah I just it kept my interest like because usually in some movies I'm just like okay come on come on get to the point but I think this kept my interest the whole time I don't know that there was really a lagging moment yeah no I really liked it I thought it was really good um, didn't have a bad part. I didn't have a bad, like, a part that I hated the most, you know? I really liked it. The most I liked was the, um, choreography when she was, like, dancing and then you could see mm-hmm. cut back and forth between Sandy and Ellie. I thought it was really well done. Yeah, all of the camera shots. I just loved it. Well, great. Well, great. Well, that is Last Night in Soho. I One of the movies I was wanting to keep, catch up on. I hadn't seen it, so I'm glad we did it. Me too. Yeah, thanks for listening to us, guys. We really appreciate you. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, or Twitter. Email us at thefilmobsessedcouple at gmail.com. Pretty much anything. Even if you just want to say hi, tell us a little bit about yourself, if you like the podcast, or you heard from us. Anything to help us out would be greatly appreciated. Uh, hopefully once we start growing, we'll be able to do a little bit more for our listeners right now. We're just trying to get ourselves on our feet and, and get some motion here, but, uh, we appreciate if you share us, if you go to our Facebook, that's probably the best way to share because all the other social media, it's kind of hard to share unless you retweet. I mean, I guess you can retweet, but anyway, we just really appreciate the listeners and downloading and that's it. Yeah. I'm just mumbling. Well, great. Well, thank you so much. So that ends April for Murder Mystery Month. Woo! We made it! What are we listening to next? So that will take us into May, which will be Disaster Movie Month. Holy shit, I know what we're going to watch! Yes, you do. So, you know, it'll be a little different. I know we had previously said we were looking to do, like, good movies. Next week will be a good movie, in my opinion. Uh, But some of the disaster movies that will be coming are not great. 
Okay. Look, like, they're not the best movies. So we will start it, though, next week with Twister. Yay! <laughs> uh, yes, I haven't seen that movie in a while, but I love it. And poor Bill Paxton, the main character, has passed away at this point now. Mm. But it'll be sad to see him, but he's amazing in it. Yeah, I love that movie, too. All right, well, until next week, we start Disaster Movie Month with Twister. We will see you next month. Bye-bye.